welcome to the gathering table, everybody. Well, we are many generations, one faith, all serving God. And on this episode of the gathering table, we have a special guest with us today. Alex, say hello. Hello, hello. How y'all doing? <laughs> and on this episode, we're going to be talking about the Church of God camp that is coming up this summer. I think the high school camp is like July 3rd through 7th. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Oh, I had that on memory. <laughs> Hold on, let me look that up and verify that. So we are just going to be talking about camp and what it's like and our experiences at camp, what we liked about camp, um, what we're excited for this year. Um, and honestly, we're probably going to go on a tangent from this week. Most likely. Most likely. All right. Yeah, so. probably. <laughs> Gabe, would you like to start with your experiences with camp? What? Uh, which one? Whichever one you want to start with. I'm talking about oh, the man. summer camp. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I've only been to that one once. Um, let me see. Huh. How's the best way to describe this? It's like... I wasn't fully knowing, like, what to expect. I remember when we first got there, it was, like, the second time I ever went to a camp. Like, I was barely talking to anybody, like, that first day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's basically, like, think of every single day packed, like, to the brim with a bunch of activities to bring everybody together. Yeah. Which includes, like, games and stuff. And then, like, at the end, you uh, you have, like, this completely radical phrase in worship so it's like bringing you everybody so then like everybody can worship as one at the end of the day facts we'll see what was crazy for me for camp was um Mm -hmm. i had never grown up in church so i had no idea what to expect until I got there and it was the first night and I was like holy cow this is crazy see I think like I didn't really know what to expect either because I just heard camp and I I didn't know like how Christ oriented it was like I didn't know if it was just going to be like a yeah it was just where like a bunch of Christians come and hang out and we're going to have like a, a little Bible study at the end and then after that, you know, we just go play more and more games. But no, it was like, it was pretty good. Yeah. All right. So let's go into some of our favorite parts. So, Alex, what was your favorite part about camp? What did you like? What did you maybe not like? <laughs> um. Oh, wait, hold up. Before well, you say me, anything. for me, I liked. Hold on, hold on, oh, no, pause. No. Dave, continue. Hold the on. one thing I did not like, uh, like I'm not gonna lie, when they were doing worship and like all that, they didn't let me go to the bathroom, bro. I I was like dying, serious? like yeah, because they were like, we don't want you to miss anything, and I'm like, bro, the Holy Spirit will tell me anything I need to miss, but like right now, the bathroom is pretty important. <laughs> the bathroom <laughs> is important, go. dog. It is important. I'm sorry, I just had to, I had to include that. <laughs> No, I do remember because I had to go to the bathroom too. And I was like, man, I got to go. And they were like, 
do you really have to go? And I'm like, yes, I gotta go. Bro, we were all up in the front row too, so you had to just walk of shame like, back. It was everybody. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Alex. What were some favorite parts? What, what were some not favorite parts? Um. Well, I just like being able to go back because <clears throat> when we went, it was it's been a few years since I've like gotten able to go. So it was mm-hmm. nice seeing how like everything was kind of the same. And then, you know, it was kind of crazy how like uh, before we went, no one really knew each other. Like we knew who we were and like we were polite to each other and whatnot, but like I feel like we really got close and like got to know each other during camp and unplugged. So it was really nice seeing how like um, we went from not really complete strangers, but like people who didn't know who we were and whatnot, to like being close, being able to like check up and like just see how each other were doing without really saying anything. Yeah. For me, it was um, really nice having that sense of like community again. Um, it's refreshing. Yeah, especially since like I haven't had that for so long. And then now all of a sudden it's like, boom, I got like people that have my back. Like they check up on me. It's really nice. <laughs> and well, I, also, I also like how, uh, <clears throat> like when I got there, I wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> yeah. And, like Wednesday, I believe it was. Like, was when we really started to feel it, at least for me. And then, oh, mine was Thursday. It took me a long time. I'm stubborn. Bro, I'm telling you, mine was Monday. Yeah, like, Wednesday as soon as started we got to feel there. it. And then I think it was, yeah, it was Thursday night. We all got baptized, and that was, like, beyond huge. Dude, Gabe was feeling it Monday night. Gabe was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and I'm just like, hold on, y'all. But no, he... As soon as we get down there, we got the bus. He's like, all right, what we do, what I'm like, dude, I'm going to need you to take a chill pill, bro. Dude, I was sitting there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, like, lost track of thought. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, so my thing was I've never been to something like that, like, ever in my life, Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I don't know what to expect. Is this going to be like church? Because if it's like church, okay. I mean, I do that like every Sunday. So, I mean, it's not going to be any different. No, it was different. It was, it was different. Very much so, yeah. I, my favorite part was worship. I'm a big music person. Like, if you want to get to me, you need to find a good song, a good message, and I'm done for. I'm done. I'm like on the floor. Done. Right? Yeah. Um, music just speaks to me. I love music. It's how I express myself. So when we got to camp, I was like, oh, they're going to have like an actual like band come in because it was like the Lee University was like, what was it called? It was like their campus choir. Yeah, yeah. It was um Power something. I can't remember. Power but Unlimited. Like their... What? Power Unlimited. Yes, it was like it was their special like group choir. Yeah. And I oh my gosh, it was like Monday night. I love this. But what got me was Thursday they played this song, which Alex and Gabe are gonna laugh because I played this song 
all the time. It's called Firm Foundation. I oh my goodness. I cannot help it. It is such a good song. Dude, and when Clara was singing it and like she got to the bridge, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I lost yeah. it. Um, I'm going to be honest, and this might be an unpopular opinion. My least favorite part and this might be because of how old I was. I was like, I had just turned 18. Like, I was barely eligible to go to camp. Like, I had just turned 18. So, like, my thing was being outside so much. But as the week went on, being outside, it didn't bother me. The thing that bothered me was the sunburn. Yeah. Sunburn. That's what got me. Yeah. Sunburn was definitely not a fun part of that experience. But. Well, you were worse than everybody. If y'all haven't met Alex in, like, real life, he's very, like, fair-skinned, got blonde hair. He, like, burns up like that. Dude. Like, it's yeah. insane. Me, on the other hand, it takes a long time for me to burn, but when I do, it hurts. Like, I'm dying by the time I start burning. <laughs> no, yeah, for me, I don't bro. feel it till about a few days, and then I'm like, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what were some of the crazy things that happened at camp? Now, there is one thing that all three of us witnessed. (laughs) And I'm telling you, that scared me. (laughs) I was scared. Yeah, it was was definitely um, crazy, I guess you could say. Especially from someone, like, coming from your standpoint who didn't. Like, who's new to that and, like, who's never seen that, that can definitely come off as, like, uh, oh, my gosh. Like, what is happening? Dude, all I know is, one second, like, homeboy over here is fine. And the next second, he is screaming on the floor. Like, he sounds like he is in pain. And I'm like, we're going to die. Like, he, like, is he okay? Like, is he going to have a seizure? Yeah, no. At first, and it I, was crazy. Yeah, at first, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen this before." <laughs> but and we got on the tangent last episode because I don't know how it got brought up, but we brought up demonic possession out of somewhere. And Gabe, I think that leads into our next like discussion. So at camp. We explained it last episode a little bit, and we said we'd kind of go into it a little bit more. When we were at camp, there was this guy. Now, I hadn't personally talked to him. Like, I had seen him around camp, but I personally hadn't talked to him. And he um, was delivered. It was crazy. It was a crazy experience. And then, um, Gabe, where were you at? Uh, Listen, I was all the way on the other side, right? To, like... I didn't. I, I didn't actually hear him scream. Well, I think I heard him scream, and I saw like a bunch of people flock over to him. But I was like, ah, oh, okay, you know, maybe he's just really praising the Lord or something. I just went back to doing my own thing. I had no idea that he was getting delivered. <laughs> Bro, it was. I was scared, and like Alex said, it's a lot for someone who's never seen it before. So I was like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with him? Like. And someone explained to me later on, they're like, do you understand what happened? I'm like, no. no. And they were like, 
it, he was being delivered like from like demonic spirits and i was like are you serial right now you were like what <laughs> I, you can ask them like i draw dropped and i was like what are you talking about like that's crazy and like alex and alex was right there he was right beside me and all you saw was me go what and like i was i was like no <laughs> It was yeah. insane. Yeah, at first I was like zoned out, but then like um once I like kind of realized like what was happening, I looked over and he was like, What is happening? I'm just like, Oh, um <laughs> Yeah, this this happens. Uh this happens. <laughs> Don't worry about it, it's fine. But yeah. I remember one you um I don't remember when it was, but we went with another group, uh, and I believe it was unplugged and not um, camp. And um, one one of uh, the guys that went was like, he was a lot like Gabe actually. Like he he was not afraid to talk about the Bible. Like he would walk up to yeah. you. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> can I talk to you about whatever? I remember, like, we stopped at this random gas station because I needed food. And he just walked up to me, and I have, like, a bag of, like, Funyuns and a Dr. Pepper in my hand. He's like, hey, I feel like I need to talk to you. I'm like, uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> um, And, yeah, for, like, 30 minutes, we're standing there. I'm trying to, like, be polite, but I'm also trying to pay because I need to go to the bathroom. And he's just steadily talking to me about, like, I think it was Romans, I think. I love Bro, Romans. I love Romans. I literally <laughs> love Romans. Yeah, then we got there, and then, like, um, that night, he, yeah, like, all of a sudden, he just, like, drops to the floor. And at first, I actually thought he was having a seizure. Like, he started, like, convulsing and all of that. So, I'm, like, looking around, because I'm thinking, like, do I need to flag someone down? And then, like, all of a sudden, he starts screaming, and I'm just like, um, oh, nah, okay, we good. <laughs> like, We're not- good. <laughs> no medical emergencies here, just spiritual. Yeah, just spiritual, you know. We can do that. But yeah. speaking of all this, our youth group had, one, a crazy Wednesday service this week, and two... A bunch of our young people went to this thing called Unplugged. And if you've never went to Unplugged in Virginia, it's literally amazing. You go to this, like, campsite, and it has all these cabins. And it's called Unplugged because you literally, like, give up your phone. Like, you're like, here you go. Um, and your youth pastor usually will take your phone. Sometimes they won't. Um, and you just get to hang out. And this is where me, Gabe, Alex, and, like, we call us the OGs of like our youth group who really brought everyone in um where this is where we all met like this is how we all got close and so yep. if gabe would like to go in on that and explain some of that on what happened that would be pretty cool I th- okay okay i'm not even gonna <laughs> lie i don't remember that much of it like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, keep. I remember we dropped off, and, like, it was so awkward. Like, that was the first time I ever went to a camp. So, like, I saw all these people, and I was like, bro, do I have well, to is, talk to them? This like, is, like, the first time you had went with all of them. Like, you had never, like... I had never gone to a camp, period. 
to unplugged? I'm talking about um the recent unplugged. Oh, this unplugged? Yeah. Oh, never mind, bro. Hold up. I was I was I was trying to reconnect like some old memories. I was doing the wrong one. I had no specification. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this one. Okay, never mind. This one, bro, I don't know what it was. I talked to everybody. Like, I didn't care who they was. I went up to them and I was yeah. like, bro, what's good? Like, uh, let's see, we got there and obviously like the tradition. Like, the thing that everybody's doing, it's just constantly gaga ball. Like, anytime we got some free time, Period. you unload everything. And then what are you doing first? You're playing some gaga ball. Like, yes. um, <laughs> okay. Honestly, like, I got there. And then, like, in the first three rounds, I was already winning. So, like, every by that time, everybody was like, anytime that I got in, they were like, bro, you need to get them out first. And everybody was like, bro, this man is cooking or whatever. As a side, uh, as a side note, but, you know, I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's where everyone started calling me esther i was really sad when i couldn't go this time around but anyways continue yeah <laughs> um so we went but i would this whole like leading up to it i was bragging so much about the praise and worship because uh-huh. for anybody who doesn't know i play piano like at my church so it's it's very different to worship like with singing compared yeah. to playing piano like obviously both the worship but it i don't know in my brain they just feel very different so mm-hmm. it was it was pretty refreshing to just be able to not worry about having to help everybody else get into the state where they can worship but i could just relax and worship like myself uh-huh. uh so like we got there and uh we we had food i at, by like this time 30 minutes like getting down i'd already made like another friend me and him, you already know, like, anything, and we got down, we got our food, and then something yep. went, like, uh, I don't even know what happened, but I just, like, started talking about the Bible, like, literally, as soon as we stopped, <laughs> like, sat down, and, like, started yep. eating food, and then afterwards, like, once everybody left, and they were doing stuff, it was me and him, we were still talking, then one of the staff members came, and he sat right next to us, and we were all just talking about the Bible, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and I was talking about how, um, like the powers of the spirit like that's not really the word for it but like the gifts of the spirit how i haven't really seen it like be put on display and so Mm -hmm. i'm really that i was like i was really hoping that when we got there we could see that because it would i really wanted to like see that and he was like you know what you never know so we got there doing worship it was it was pretty good but uh they stopped it they said something and then they were like anybody who needs prayer when they feel if, if they're feeling like uh you're in this like hopeless place in life right now and you just don't know a way out bro i was nowhere close to that place in life but i need a prayer like I'll, i'm just being <laughs> i'll keep it in the stack yeah. <laughs> like, like after finding out about like deliverance and all that i was like bro i'm not wasting any time i'm going up there the first person who starts praying for me that's the first question i'm asking i'm asking them to deliver me like i don't want this no more <laughs> like I don't even care if it doesn't apply to what it yep. was they asked me <laughs> to get prayer for. So like yep. I go up there and he gives like the prayer. It's uh I don't know. It's like the thing like oh God you know help this person with whatever whatever they're going through you know strengthen them blah blah blah. It was a good prayer. I'm not I'm not dunking on the prayer if you're if you pray those uh, and I'm using quotations simple prayers like they're not simple uh-huh. but sometimes uh, those the simple prayers quote unquote are valid. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, they are. And that one, it was, like, very valid. I was like, you know what, thanks, bro. Then I, and then, like, as we was leaving, I tugged on him. I was like, okay, so, like, can you deliver me? I didn't even know, like, did I need to ask someone, like, official? Do we need to get, like, a Catholic exorcist or something? Like, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> Just open, yeah. Right. Um, yeah <laughs> so, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, sure, I got you. And I, I got really excited. And by this time, like, I had... Uh, there was, like, these videos that, like, they genuinely do work where it's, like, someone prays a prayer deliverance, like, in this video, they take you, like, through all the steps, and I did that, and nothing mm-hmm. happened, and I was like, ah, oh, snap, what, why didn't anything happen? I was like, did I do something wrong? Am I not able to be delivered? Like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and so then, I'm having I sent it to my best friend, and I told her it was because, like, I found this really new thing, and maybe it could help. Really, it was just because I wanted to know if I did it wrong or not. Uh, <laughs> uh, but she did it, and then she got delivered, and then, like, got done with it and started speaking in tongues, and I was like, okay, well, this obviously works, so that means I did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I get over there, and I ask him, like, you know, you do this, and he starts to pray, right? Nothing is happening, and I'm getting, like, really scared again. I was like, oh, bro, are you telling me I'm going to be stuck with this forever? Like, there is no way. Like, I, I really did get, like, really scared. And then all of a sudden, like, I just started coughing like crazy. Like, and it's it was weird because, though. but before that, I was, like, dealing with this cough as well. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I could be coughing or this could be, like, demon-related. So I, like, mm-hmm. had a sliver of hope. I started coughing. And then, like, all of a sudden, I started yelling like I was being torn apart. Like, if you ch- put me in a blender... That's what my yelling sounded like. That, I don't, that was I the don't... sound you made. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, I was like pure terror. And I obviously wasn't afraid. Like, I don't even know what happened. It was like my conscious, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm yelling now. I don't know what to do. So like, they're <laughs> holding me back, right? And I'm just like yelling. And all of a sudden, like, my hands start like shaking like crazy. And I'm like, oh, snap, it's getting real, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I a passenger your brain be like oh snap. honestly that that is exactly how it was yep. and that started to happen and mind you I, this was all like in the span of like five minutes so it took like a long time to to build up to this i feel bad for anybody i accidentally scared um <laughs> but you know homie had to do what he had to do all right like i wasn't well, playing around yeah. <laughs> so i'm out here yelling and then my stomach is burning for like who knows and It'd be like that. I, I've heard like it, like uh, you know, I'm not gonna go there because I don't know enough to comment on that. But my stomach was burning. Let's just we know this as a fact. Like my stomach was burning. I was yelling. It got real, right? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. I, like I start like stop yelling as much, and I just start like crying like crazy. It's like it's like if I killed a man or something, like. I was crying yeah. so bad then. I have no idea why. <laughs> like, That's crazy. I, I was like, I was bawling. And Reagan, she told me, like, there were puddles on the floor because of my tears. Like, you already know. I had to be crying a whole lot. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know that. What like, the heck? <laughs> so I'm out here, like, bawling. And I'm like, man, why am I crying? I don't know. But you know what? I love Jesus, right? <laughs> like, I'm out here, and I'm just like, bro, I'm free. This is great. And anytime I thought about, like, how I was free, it just got worse. I started crying even more. 
<laughs> so I just like sit there. I'm like, snap. That really happened. <laughs> Bro. Uh, <laughs> that see, and he's not the only one. There was another girl that he just brought up. Her name's Reagan. And she had it too. Right. <laughs> she can't remember. She doesn't know anything. And I'm just like, that's crazy, right? So listen, here's my story. Here's my story. Listen to this. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I sent it all to Gabe, and I was like, I need you to do some hefty research for me. Yeah, I did no means. research. Cause it's okay. It's all right. I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> so Wednesday, that's when we do our youth services. And Gabe and Reagan, they're coming up, and they're sharing their stories. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's fire. Let's go. Right? And, like, I where, like, I don't want to say I'm always happy or I'm always positive, but I, I, I have a good vibe. Like, I, I try to keep, you know, a light atmosphere around me, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, do, we all agree. Um, yeah. And I don't know why, but just lately, and maybe you guys can agree with me on this, just lately I've been very down. Like, I've been very just like, oh, like, I can't do anything right. Da, 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 da. I've just been super, just honestly, I've been super whiny. Like, I've just been complaining at every turn in every decision. And I'm just like, why? Da, 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 da. Why? Always, always, always. And I'm usually not like that. Like, I really try to not be like that I really try and it was all it was really weird because all of a sudden and I can't tell you when it happened but all of a sudden just music wasn't hitting the way it used to and like I said earlier music really that's how I like express myself I express myself with music so like music just wasn't hitting and I'm just like man like I I feel like I'm in the slump like that I can't get out of. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, you know? And so Wednesday comes around and they share their stories and we have like this like identity, like message. It was like the short film and like we had a conversation about it. And all of a sudden I'm at the altar because, you know, I didn't want to feel like that. Like who would want to feel like that? You, No one could raise their hand and tell me that they want to feel like that. That's just, that's just not cool. So I'm at the altar, right? And I'm like crying and I'm living my life. And mind you, I'm an asthmatic, okay? I'd be having random coughing fits all the time, okay? So, like, I was sitting there and I'd have like a cough. And then I'd cough again. And it, they were very sporadic. It wasn't like a. <coughs> no, it was like. <laughs> it was like a cough here, a cough here, a cough here. All of a sudden, I start bawling. Like, I'm crying. I'm losing it. And I'm like, dude, why am I crying? So my glasses had fallen off. I went to go open my eyes to go get my glasses. Y'all, my eyes burned. So y'all have no idea. I, oh my good. There's nothing to describe how bad that burned. There's nothing. Like Gabe, when he was explaining his story, he was like, y'all, I really thought I was going to die. And that's I honestly did. I was like, my eyes are going to shrivel up in the back of my head. And I am just going to, like, fall out on the floor. Like, this hurts so bad. And all of a sudden, like, it just went black. Like, I don't remember anything. Y'all remember those old, like, 2000s, like, square TVs that you, like, press the button on the TV? And it would be like, 
ding, and like it would all shut off. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, them like old yeah. yeah. That if you got close enough, you could see all the colors. You know yeah, what I'm talking and then, about? Like, when you moved it a certain way, it will just go pure static. Yeah, yeah. That's Wait. what I'm saying. That's what it was like. And the next thing I remember is I remember our youth pastor beside me. I remember this other guy beside me. I remember Alex behind me and Gabe on the other side of one of our um, euthanation people. He was on the other side. He was beside Kayla. And I like look up and I'm just like, what happened? And I haven't been able to pick up the pieces ever since. But honestly, I feel like very like they can attest to it today. Today, I was all fired up. I was like, yes. Jesus, let's go. Like, I am, I have the fire of the Holy Spirit running through me now, and I am just like, whoa. <laughs> if that makes That's, sense. It does, because the one part that you forgot to include is how our youth pastors or pastor and co worker, I don't know. How do you describe Michael? I don't, I don't know. He, he's a cool guy. He doing the work of the he, Lord, he right? Yeah. Right. They were all while we were up at the altar praying this giant prayer of deliverance. And they so, were? you didn't know that, dude. I couldn't hear anyone. It was like wah, 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 wah. what? Dude, I couldn't hear. Yeah, they were. I couldn't hear. That is, as I say. Ask Kayla. I apparently started saying, ow, it hurts. Ow, stop. It hurts. Hmm. But I don't remember. See, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Alex was right behind me. He can tell you. My spiritual o meter is is it's on high right now, bro. Like, <clears throat> what? Okay, so you said, mm, yo, I don't even know. I would, I would question to say if you just got delivered. I don't know. You started crying, which is a symptom of, I guess, like a, a symptom you could call it. Like when you're this getting delivered, into these like clue Christian <laughs> edition. There are so many things that happen, like when you when you get delivered. Uh, not everything you won't always have a manifestation. Uh, yeah, there will just be times where it's just like boom, you're done, you know. But a lot of the times, and I would say most, you're either convulsing, yelling, uh, crying, throwing up. Or slithering around. Like, you're doing those types of things. Mm-hmm. You said you started crying. And I was you crying. had no idea why. And then it blacked out. My eyes and started then, burning first. Yeah, your eyes were burning. Then it blacked out. And then, apparently, you were saying how it hurts, make it stop. Yeah. Now, do you... Now, what happens, alright? Because when you're yelling... And when you're being delivered, obviously that is not the person yelling, but the a spirit inside of them. Mm-hmm. What happens when the spirit is saying, ow, it hurts, make it stop? Because a person in God has authority to say, get out of this person's body. 
You see where I'm going? So, like, yeah. the fact that you blacked out and something else was going through your body or you don't remember what happened, okay? Because I won't, I won't say that, like, automatically, just because you blacked out and you don't remember what happened, it means that a spirit took over or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you see how it, it can kind of look like that? Yeah. I don't know, bro. All of I don't know. I don't know what happened Wednesday. All I know is now I feel like I don't have to go 100 miles an hour. Like, I don't feel chaotic. Like, before, it felt like my life with this was this, like, chaotic, jumbled mess and that I was just, like, sorting the piles, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, like, calm and I'm, like, okay, I can do this. We can do right. it. Be patient. Yeah. Yeah, peace. Yeah. Peace, like, I, I don't make no sense. I haven't felt like this since, like, camp. Mm, I would say bro. I haven't felt like this since, like, before my car accident, I would say. Man. Okay. That already. Oh, my. Like I that said, y'all, so flew the Christian edition. <laughs> We're going to come back next of... episode with all the answers. <laughs> I might still be searching for them. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I find that so interesting because I know a lot of people that they have demons enter them through traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. And so you say that, that you have this... that. Yeah, but also like with other things that happened during your car accident. Yeah. You're now saying that you haven't had peace since then. You have this weird encounter with God, and now you have peace that surpasses all understanding. Um, do you see where where these things are starting to like coincide with each other? <laughs> I'm personally not, but it takes me a while on the uptake. So give me about twenty minutes, and then I'm gonna be like, oh. <laughs> "All right, let me explain this again." All right, I'm not saying that this is what happened because I'm not sure. Okay, but. The car accident happens, you know, whatever, right? You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> you hit the tree, bing, bam, boom. Yeah. Giving this as an example, I'm not completely sure this happened, right? Yeah. You're at this moment of weakness. You're at, you've lost hope. You have this other weird thing that happens. Yeah. What if that opened a door spiritually? And then a demon of, I don't know, stress or anxiety <laughs> came in. You know, he came in, plucked his way in. It was like, hey, what's up? I'm your new uh, host, right? Uh-huh. You had no idea. And you just thought, like, maybe I'm just anxious all the time. Maybe, maybe it's because it's I have all these other things. because of my things. car accident. Yeah. Right. Because no demon is going to be like, hey, I'm a demon in your head. Guess what? I'm going to be terrorizing you. Yeah. Well, because let's <laughs> be real. For those who are watching and don't know, I was in a car accident in August that I honestly should not have walked out of, but I did because, you know, God is good. And, like, in that moment, and I say it all the time, like, in that moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die on the side of the road. That's what Gabe is leading into. Yeah. Right. So you having this traumatic experience, right? Yeah. And then as using this as an example, because I'm not completely sure. You know, what happened? 
let's just say, you know, a little old spirit said, look at Abby, all hopeless and whatnot. I'm going to use this time of weakness to go enter her because she's opened up a door, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm going to be tormenting her because I'm like the personality of anxiety, right? And then they go throughout or whatever, you know, you're living your everyday life, but you're constantly wondering like, man, why am I so anxious? This makes no sense. And then you're just like, it's just after the car accident. It does make sense. You know, traumatic things happen, whatever, PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're out here. You come to church on the Wednesday. And this demon, he, he's chilling because, listen, demons don't really care if you're going to church as long as you're not changing. Yeah. yeah. That's why they don't stop you from going to church until you start changing. And then, you know, you start having these, like, doubtful thoughts, you know, whatever, Dude, whatever. I'm not going to lie. That's Wednesday. I was like, man, I don't really know if I want to go. You know, I'm really tired. I've had a rough week. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was not going to go. And I was like, no, I need to go. I'm going to go. Right. And so you're out here and the demon's like, oh, you know, it's probably just another Wednesday. Nothing nothing is going to be happening. And this is all hypothetically because we don't know uh-huh. for sure. And then all of a sudden you go up to the altar because you're just like, ah, oh, I want this anxiety thing to go away. And the demon's like, yeah, just pray for anxiety. Never. But you don't know that I'm still here and I can still torment you because you've given me legal right. You know? Yeah. And then they start going through his deliverance prayer. Now this dude's like, oh, snap. I gotta leave. He's like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so all of a sudden, he starts manifesting and you start crying, right? And uh-huh. he's like, well, listen, I don't want to leave this body because a lot of times what happens is uh, people have to be careful and a lot of times you have people like holding you when you're getting delivered because when demons are like exiting you, they'll try to harm you. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, you don't know why, but your eyes are burning right dude it hurts and so, so bad it hurts exactly so bad. It, it, it makes no sense you know what it reminded you black me of? out you know what it reminded me of what what my car accident bro i'm telling from you from when um so when you're in a car accident the dust from your airbags deploys out um Disgusting. and i had contacts in so my eyes burned from like that powder from the force that it hit me. Like, my face burned. I'm just saying. You black out. You start yeah. saying, like, how it hurts. And how you want to make it stop. While they're praying this deliver. Mm-hmm. Wait. Were you the one, like, coughing and, like, struggling when they were doing the deliverance prayer? Or was that someone else? I don't else? know. I mean, because I, I heard. I, I heard that they were telling they were like they were struggling, bro. It, it sounded like they were about to throw up. I ain't gonna lie. Like they were crying and coughing, and it was like it was like a strain to like take a, like a deep breath. And it, I don't know if that was you. It did kind of sound like it was someone else. You'd have I'm to ask saying. Kayla because Kayla was right beside me the entire time. Mm, snap, bro. It's too bad she don't got a phone, man. Because I sure would have been like Kayla. Please, I need to know. Anyways. Dude, um, <laughs> we would have brought on the podcast right now. <laughs> right now. I'm just I guess saying. we could ask Michael. Yo, honestly, Michael would know. Yeah, Sir Michael, please please help us with this. Yeah, Michael, if you're watching, you need to, like, text one of us and be like, yeah, bro, it was you. Or be like, <laughs> be like no, yeah, it, yeah, it was Abby. Right. <laughs> yeah. All, like, in a, a really long way to get to the point that I was saying, when you're delivered, um, and it's different. What what the thing is like when you get delivered of things like sin, 
not always will it just be like oh well I'm going to be done with this right like you just don't do it anymore because although you have a a demon in you that's like operating trying to like feed off of you doing this you also have your fleshly desires and that's not a demon it's just you because you're a human it's just the struggle right and it's a struggle but it's different than an oppression yeah they're two different things but other things i would and i'm not completely sure about this but it makes sense to me with like the what i've been exposed to and what i've seen when you have things like depression and anxiety you don't you're not like uh struggling to stay away from being depressed or anxious like it's not like a a sin that you keep on going back to it's just like this thing that you're stuck in right yeah and correct me if i'm wrong because i i haven't dealt with any of those things you know thank god but when you get delivered of those spirits you won't have this struggle because it was the spirit that was impressing you and so you saying that um after wednesday you know all of a sudden you have this peace and you're not as anxious and you're just like, you know what, we're going to get through this. You have faith. You have more trust in God. All of this happens and you haven't felt this way since the car accident. It leads very highly to you being delivered in some way. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like we can like put some clues together, you know, I don't know. If you're watching this, you need to like let us know. <laughs> yeah, bro, honestly, any we Catholic exorcist in front of you, literally, you need to, like tell us. Yeah, if you know an exorcist or anybody, like you so, know, let it, let them know we asked for them. All right? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we went from camp to this. What did I say? What did I say? What happened? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Listen. <laughs> but right, wait, actually, let's take a whole step back. My boy Alex, oh, tell gosh. us about your camp story, buddy, because yes. we never got to hear yours. <laughs> yes. Alex's camp story is crazy. But low key, yeah, it kind of is. Because, like, okay, so. um, And I'm talking about summer camp, not unplugged. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, so a little backstory. Um, I grew up in this church. Um, about a few years back, we kind of just like stepped away completely. Like, I mean, we attended a few other churches. Like, we didn't stop going to church completely, but we stopped going to uh, the one that I go to now. And I think it's a little over two years I've been back now. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, like, the first time coming back to youth group, it was awkward. And then, well, and then Unplugged happened. And then now it's like, <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> camp was crazy. Um, I went because I've always kind of liked it. Uh, I never really got anything from it, so to speak, because I wasn't really, like, on my spiritual walk if that makes sense. But, right. uh... You were just there to socialize. Yeah, I was there to, like, hang out, like, have a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's just say Jesus had other plans for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were talking about it this morning. The Holy Spirit was just like, let me convict you. Let me open all the doors to the closet. <laughs> and, uh, we literally were just talking about that out. at church. <laughs> yeah. 
He just he leans forward, cracks his knuckles, like, oh, time to get to work. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, like, uh, I mean, we get there. It's kind of like that excitement of like, woo, look at all these people, blah blah blah. Uh, and then like the days go by. Like I had fun. I did the stuff. I hung out with people. It, it was fun. Um, but like I said earlier, I didn't really start to like get anything from it. Um, until like mid Wednesday, I don't know. I just had like this feeling, uh, and then like that evening service, I like really felt like the spirit was on my heart, and like, uh, I don't know, I forgot his name, but the uh, oh, Brian Porgio, yeah, Brian Porgio, the actor, yeah, <laughs> um, he like he uh called, I forgot what he said, but he like called whoever needed prayer or whatever to, like, go up front, and, like, I normally don't do that. Like, I normally hold it down, and and I stay in my seat. But, like, I really felt like I needed to go up there, so, like, without hesitation, I just get up and I start walking, and, like, I see Kat kind of look at me, and, like, yeah, so I go up there, uh, and a bunch of other people did, too, and then Brian starts praying, and then, like, but I start to cry, okay? <laughs> I normally don't do that. Uh, you like that? Yeah, but um, I started to cry because, like, I re- like for the first time in my life, I really felt the presence. And, like, it was such a wonderful feeling that, like, you can't humanly describe what it is because yep. you just you just can't. Um, but, yeah, and then uh, he ended prayer and, like, what he said, he said, like, uh, right now, the angels in heaven are rejoicing because you have, like, you have come home. And, like, I really felt, like... That's crazy. wash of, like... Not, like, bone. You know, like, when you get so cold, like, it starts to bone? Yeah. Yeah, it was like that. And, like, I don't know. And then, like, that night... Uh, Wait, can I stop you right there? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> You mentioning that it's cold, oh my goodness, that is another trait of what happens <laughs> after you've been delivered. Bro, this is all making sense to me. I'm freaking out. This a lot of times they say podcast on deliverance. <laughs> Amen. No, but literally, like I've seen things. It's like people are asking, like, how do you know if you've delivered? Common signs. You feel lighter. Uh you feel empty. You feel like you're freezing to death. And okay, listen. Bro, <laughs> All right, I'll, you go. You go ahead, Alex. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like uh, that Thursday morning, uh, our cabin leader Rick, he um asked if like, Rick! yeah, bro, Rick. Uh, on the off chance you see this, uh, bro, cabin leader again, because like you, uh. Honestly. But yeah, he asked if like anyone wanted to be baptized because um you had to like sign up so they you know could do that. And like I really felt like this push to like do that. So I was like, yeah, me and then uh Gabe signed up and you know whoever else did. Wait, I, can't I did? I don't remember no way I didn't do that. I was already no, baptized. Maybe I thought you did, I don't know. But uh yeah. Um and so, like, that Thursday night, uh, they had service down in the pool. And, uh, yeah, they called uh, the baptism. And, like, 
that was the first time I've ever been baptized that I know of. Um, I know sometimes they like baptize you as a baby or something like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, as far as I know, that was the first time that I've ever gotten baptized, and like, it was just yeah, it was just such an amazing feeling that like you, I really did feel lighter. Like I felt this weight on my chest had like been lifted, <laughs> and um. Honestly, it was just, bro, it was, like, the happiest I've ever been because, like, I could breathe again. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, and uh, going to uh, this past Wednesday, uh, the altar call, the only reason I went up there was to, like, pray over you, Abby. (laughs) (laughs) That is not how it ended, y'all. That is not how it ended. Yeah, so, like. I, like, I kind of kneel down, and then, like, I put my hand over you, and I just start praying. I don't pray out loud. I pray, like, in my head, if that makes sense. I do, too. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I, I don't like the sound of my voice, so I tend to do that, like, in my head. And then, like, I don't know. I feel you crying, and then, like, I'm pretty sure it was my mom who uh is the youth pastor, if y'all don't know. <laughs> And, like, she starts praying. Then all of a sudden, I just, like, feel, like, something. Like, I've, I don't know what it was. And then, like, I start tearing up. I'm like, dude, what, what is this? And then, like, I feel dude, Abby, you too! Like, you too! I feel like, I feel Abby, like, squirm a little bit. And then, like, I don't know. Like, the music just got, like, ten times louder. And then all of a sudden, I just start sobbing. Like... Bro, bro, like, double deliverance. That's crazy. In the same go. I'm for real, and like, yeah, I just start sobbing, and like, I have my hands over my eyes because like, I didn't want anyone to see me because like, you know, <laughs> I'm weird. Um, but yeah, like, and then I realized that like I can't breathe. Um, so like I'm, I'm like heaving, trying to breathe. While also like uncontrollably sighing, <laughs> you mean sobbing? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and like Gabe, you know this because I told you at uh, Unplugged, I think it was. But like, I've been battling with addiction for like uh, years. Yeah. Um, like, I like you know when you're addicted to anything, you like feel this need, and like. Once you start thinking about, like, whatever it is you're addicted to, that's all you can think about. And for me, that's what it was. Like, I just, it pops in my head, and then all of a sudden, that's all I can think about. Um, But then uh, I'm in the altar. I'm crying. Like, I can't breathe. And then I go home, and then I realize that, like, I don't have the desire anymore. Like, I can think about it and be like, what did I ever get? out of this um and that's crazy anyways continue (laughs) um yeah so i battled with addiction for like um i'd say since seventh grade ish um but yeah after wednesday um i haven't like gave in so that's just you know 
amazing to see like how I can go from like I can't live without to like I can look at it and be like why did I ever like do this? Right. Period. Once those things operating you know living off of like living off of the things that you do like through you once they're gone, you're just like, ah, oh, stop, wait, why did I actually want this? And, like, it's really, it really is crazy, like, to see these things, like, start happening in our home church. Because, like, sometimes you would have to go to, like, a camp or whatever to see this. But, like, when you see this, and it's happening, like, in the same place that you constantly worship in, it's you insane. Go- it can be, like, it can happen anywhere. You don't just right. have to wait till this, like, once a year thing. Like, it can happen any day of the week and yeah. month, you just have to take that step. Yeah, we had a triple deliverance, bro. That's crazy. Fact, all in one go. All in one go. <laughs> Three in one combo. He's like, yep, all right. Bro, that's kind of crazy, though, that, like, wait, hold on. So, hold on. Wait a second. I think we just found more puzzle pieces. So, you were right oh. behind me. So, you know what happened. Well, you should elaborate. With, um, like, um, I don't know. It was definitely, like, a weird feeling, especially because I'm not, like, Gabe, like I don't just put myself out there. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm very reserved. Um, but like you know, Abby's like my best friend, so like she's up there. I'm like, I, I gotta go like support, you know. So I go up there and like, yeah, I can feel you crying, but then like, I don't know. You definitely start like squirming, like uh, like something was uncomfortable, <laughs> mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you're breathing like. Quick Define in. squirming, sir. What what, what type Hold of movements on. is squirming? Define squirming. <laughs> well, like, you know, I put my hand on your back and I'm like praying over you, right? And then like I don't know, you start like moving, kind of like a snake does. You know how like they like. Bro. What did I say? What did Whoa. I say? What did I say? Whoa. What did I say? Whoa. What did I say? Whoa. We're coming. What did I say? I said crying. Throwing up, uh, what was it? Shaking, squirming around. What did I tell you? <laughs> did you hear me say anything? I'm gonna be honest, no. Mostly because I was so deep in what I was doing. Um, you had your own stuff going on, homie. You were, I kind of did, I kind of had my own moment. <laughs> now, I can tell you. That I did tense up because, so for those who don't know, I have a previous shoulder injury. Like I hurt my shoulder when I played softball in high school. And so if I like tense up my arms a lot and for a long period of time, my shoulder will get sore. Y'all, I'm not going to lie. My shoulder has been hurting ever since Wednesday night. Like my shoulders, my legs, like, you know, all the muscles that you can tense up. If that makes right. any sense. Yeah. It, well, it every hurts. muscle in your body. <laughs> and I think it's really crazy that he said that I, like, tensed up. Yeah. 
because <clears throat> it was right before like not I didn't have like ha- not an epiphany but like when I really started to like you know feel it yeah uh because Kayla uh was right on your left yeah yeah and like she had her hand on you and then I had mine and then somebody was right next to me I don't know who uh but yeah like she kind of looked at me and like I could feel like yeah your back tensed up and then you started like shifting from side to side bro what I missed all of this too bro I was on the whole other side of the room that's no you weren't you were right beside Kayla I do remember that yeah, but there was someone in front of me. I couldn't see. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I don't. I. That's crazy. Bro, and then uh, Devin kind of scared me because at first I thought he was Michael's son, because I oh. like, yeah, out of my peripheral, I like. Devin's see- my fiance for everyone listening. Yeah, yeah, he put that rock on her finger. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I hear him singing. I'm like, bro, hold up. I don't Yo, is he singing good though? I gotta know. I gotta know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wasn't no like uh, you know, Celine Dion, you know, but I mean he did he did good. He did good. I'll take that as a yes. Listen, I'm the baritone of the group. Don't play with me. <laughs> That's a joke. All of the yeah. musical people should be laughing right now. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> However, out of the singers that we have, I am the lowest one. That is not true. I'm in this room too. <laughs> that, okay, that oh. does not count. I am talking about um out of the girls. Oh yeah, yeah. Never mind. I'm not. I'm in the that lowest group. out of the girls for sure. For show. Sure. That's crazy. I feel like we should just have a whole season on demonic possession and deliverance. <laughs> Honestly, because, like, all these people are, like, slowly finding out about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what else is crazy there's... to me? What is it? That big church, our, like, quote-unquote big church, has no idea that just went down. They have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like, something big happened to, like, <laughs> three different people, and ain't no one have a clue. They don't have a clue. Like, we could have looked at them today and, like, been like, hey, we have an announcement. And, like, made an announcement and been like, hey, this happened. And they'd be like, what? They'd be like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> like, hold on. Slow it down. Be oh, like, yeah, oh. bro. Loki just passed her hand just to Mike. All right, so. uh, Explain <laughs> everything. <laughs> but we bring this all up because. We wouldn't have these experiences. See how I'm about to bring it back? We wouldn't have Ooh. all of these experiences without camp. Yeah. Camp really, uh, it was like the uh, stepping stone for everything. That it was kinda, like the spiritual awakening. Yeah. Yeah. That like, and that also solidified our group's bond. So my thing that I think is really important is like, in those situations, you need like you need friends if that makes any sense. Like you need people right. who are in your corner, you yeah. know. 
who like know your struggle they know what you're going through they know what to pray about like they are there for you they're there to help you if that makes any sense if y'all get what i'm saying yep right um and that was what really we were close for unplugged yeah but camp that was like that moment when we all just looked at each other and we were like we are meant for more yeah right than just sitting back and being quiet Mm-hmm. And I think, like, what happened as well, like, we did, it was, like, the awkward thing of, like, because when we first got there, we were just sitting in, like, the chairs. Like, we didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. So, yeah. it was, like, it was almost, like, this dependence on everybody because we were just, like, well, I know you a little bit more than I know everybody else, so might as well just, like, talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, we had our own little unit, and we stayed in there. No, we did. And then as the week went on, we were like, oh, well, you know, I saw this person and I prayed with them. So, you know, I'm going to go talk to them. And let right, me yo, tell you. Poor Rick. I'm sorry. What? Like, poor Rick. Like, every single time. that This is the boy's cabin leader. Yeah. Oh. He was over all of us. But every time we got out, we went away from him and went to our youth leader. So, like, dude was stressing, like, most of the time being like, yo, where are y'all? And we were just like, oh, we're with our youth leader. And he was like. Okay, I'll just stop stressing. (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, is once he got to know me, he would be like, oh, are they going with you? And be like, yeah. He was like, oh, okay. And like, would not even care. I was like the soccer mom of the group. Like, (laughs) if I was there, at least five of them were within my vicinity. Like, (laughs) includes girls as well. Right. I had a lot of fun at camp. I, y'all, y'all have no idea how excited I am to work at camp this summer. <laughs> you don't. They have a coffee shop now. What? Yeah. As soon as I saw that be announced, I'm like, oh, Abby's gonna flip over this dude. <laughs> I I, I posted like... it on Facebook and I was like, Erica, look. <laughs> it was. Here's the thing, though. I don't know, like a coffee shop worker, you make coffee, right? If yeah. I was going to be working over there, you already know I'm a cabin leader. Because here's the thing. The cabin leader gets to, he gets to do everything else that all of the other students are doing, right? Uh-huh. He gets to be there in the worship. He gets to be with all of the students in, within the day. And then guess what the, the cabin leader also gets to do? He also gets to give the devotionals. So I'm just saying. That's a superior duo. So here, okay, let me tell you. <laughs> if you are going to the camp this summer and you are a girl, I'll let y'all know if I'm a cabin leader. And y'all can just, uh, y'all can request me. (laughs) (laughs) So the way that the application works is you get three choices. So you get to pick which camp you're working and then you get three choices. I did cabin leader, assistant cabin leader, and then I did coffee shop. I see, I see, I see. I might be a cabin leader. Should I'll say yes yeah, since you uh put since you applied so early, your chances of getting Cabalator are like <laughs> a lot better than if you waited till like May. These are the two people that also like pushed me into being a cabin leader. They're like, You need to be a cabin leader. And I was Dude, like, Why? Yeah. <laughs> because we said so. A, because you're a literal teacher, you're like around kids all week. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. I mean, it's just like now you You're can right just be though. a spiritual teacher. Like, is that something? 
I can be that kind of teacher. I'm cool with that. Let me tell you, though. It is, like, I'm really excited. I just love camp. I love the environment. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, and I'm going to call out a lot of people. I'm going to call out Uh-oh. myself. <gasps> no. We. What? We. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, we all. If it starts with we, this is not good. Uh -uh. As the younger generation, as younger people, we might lose some followers because I say this. We keep that energy at camp all week, and we keep that fire, and we keep that confidence, and we keep that motivation, and we keep that spirit, and then we go to church the next Sunday after camp, and we lose it. Hey, bro, listen. I was piano. (laughs) What am I supposed Uh -uh. to do? No. What do you mean there's no excuses? I you was on the piano. Still, you can bring the fire of the Holy Spirit through your fingers into that piano. Do not I, try me. I was. What are you talking you about? I'm not, okay, here's my thing. Here's, oh, my no, thing. here's my thing. I'm not calling you out personally. I'm calling everybody out. I'm calling me, you, Alex, Everybody. Everybody. I take it, I eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying. You you get what I'm yeah, saying. I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. Like, and we've all done it. Gabe, you at once did not play the piano. When you went when all we right. went to camp, you didn't. And it happened. And I'm gonna be straight up, we kind of lost that fire as it went on. Because mm-hmm. yep. we were like, this does not have the same energy. The problem is we need to bring that energy because there's no way that we are going to be able to just get that energy by just like sitting there. We need to right. bring that energy with us. Right. Which I think we did today. We were vibing. I was vibing. Yeah. I saw you were vibing like Reagan in the back. She was vibing. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. But it's like, it's these little like clusters. Like I wish you could get all the vibers to just vibe together instead <laughs> of like all of these like no, but, like, think about it. If you had, like, this big group of everybody just being, like, all crazy, right? Instead of, like, one guy over here, another guy stagnated over here, and everybody else are just chilling, right? Like, if you mm-hmm. had all of them, like, all the vibers in the front row, right? Uh-huh. And, like, that would, I feel like that would bring, like, a little bit more, because then all the people, like, in the back, they can see that, right? And then they're like, ah, snap, there's a little kid lifting up their hands, and I'm, like, 45, and I'm doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should join into this, right? Yeah. Dude. We just gotta do something. Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna lie that there were a decent amount of kids that went up to the altar today. Like, these weren't even teens. They were just kids. Oh my gosh. So, for y'all that do not go to Harvest, which I've got a feeling that's a lot, that's gonna be a lot more people. Um, Gabe, Surprise, I plugged the podcast when I went to the Scottsville Youth Awakening, which, off subject, that was an amazing experience. If you are watching this and you were at the Scottsville Youth Awakening and you either, you planned it, you were there, you were part of their youth group, oh my gosh, thank (laughs) you. That was amazing. First off. Second off. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh my (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> something about the kids yes oh no no yeah yeah something about the kids yeah and i just and the thing about the scottsville awakening is they had they had smaller children there 
And what I loved is I love when the older kids set the set the tone. They set the example for the younger kids. Like you can have a nine year old set an example for a four year old. Mm-hmm. Being awesome. a leader is just not secluded to when you are like 15, 16, 18, 19 years old, right? Being a, being a leader is a lifelong trait. You never stop leading somebody, right? right. And the most beautiful thing is seeing nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds, eight-year-olds lift up their hands and worship Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then you have a four-year-old look up to them, and then they start doing the same thing. That was beautiful. And that happened at the Scottsville Youth Awakening. I watched four-year-olds raise their hands proudly worshiping, and it was amazing. It brought me so much joy. You have no idea. And so when I came to church today, I was, y'all, I love kids. I work in an elementary school. I can't help. And... I sat there today in church and they had our altar call and there were how many kids? It was like one. It was like five or six. Yeah. And they came up willingly by themselves. And And the thing is, wow. What was crazy was like there were, it was the mix between adults and kids. It was like there were more kids. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's like really amazing about that? <clears throat> one of the kids who um went up there, uh, it was their family's first time. So like, yeah. wait, wait, wait. was that Chris? Was that Chris? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. No. I, I, no. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I was there watching it happen, and like, I I was there because you were. I was on the panel, like getting ready and all of this, and I was like, "Who's that new guy?" Like I don't know what it was. He just like stuck out to me. Like I knew that he was new, and he just like stuck out to me. And I was like, yes. "Bro, go talk to him." Right? I was sitting there, and the Holy Spirit was just like, "Go up and pray for that kid." And I'm just like, "Uh, what?" And, like these weren't words. It was like a feeling. Like he he just yeah. felt like he felt marked or whatever that I just had to go up there. So I go up there, and I'm just like praying in tongues or whatnot. And I mean, bro, that's crazy. That's the first time that he's coming. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's crazy. Dude, it was just so amazing. And I love that the kids are taking charge. Like, right. a, I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this. Adults can only, and this is nothing on adults. I say adults like I'm not one, but you get what I'm saying. The yeah. older generations, it's nothing on them. It's not their fault. But there comes a point when the younger generations, we've got to learn and we've got to step into our in our own walk. We can't keep holding hands, if that makes sense. Yeah. We need we there comes a point when we have to learn to walk on our own. Mm-hmm. We've got to take our first steps, you know? Yeah. And it's beautiful to watch it because you don't realize you're watching it until it's happening. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, that's beautiful. No adult pushed you up there. No adult dragged you up there. Even though sometimes you have to get dragged up there. (laughs) I mean, let's just be real. Sometimes you gotta get dragged up there. But, like, some of these kids, they're running. Like, they are, like, full speed ahead. And I'm just like, that is beautiful. 
maybe this will save them the heartache that some of us older kids went through. through. Yeah. Right. And it's so interesting that, like, that was the time, like, when all of these kids got exposed to this. Like, that was the time where they didn't have a children's pastor for that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, sometimes, like, these things will happen that it's like, ah, oh, it's so unfortunate that, like, this didn't happen. But it was like, how do you know it was unfortunate? Maybe God was out here like, bro, yeah. I'm gonna go just, like, make it so this person doesn't show up today or whatever. You know, just make it seem like they have like other things to be doing because I know that there's going to be a kid who goes to the service. Which again, I'm not even gonna lie. Our pastor, he be he be throwing out some words, and I'm like, man, I don't understand what you're saying, but you know what? Amen, brother. Not you know, <laughs> So the, you got these pastor kids. Pastor Bryce, like, we know, love you. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you and I, the thing I noticed as well, like this sermon, it was it was so like story based. It wasn't like this theology uh-huh. boom 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 it was like these stories like tying everything together and so not yeah. only did it make it like a little bit more easier because you had kids like ranging from nine to maybe like 13 like yeah. uh, at the oldest and maybe like eight at the youngest so you had like all these little kids and they're listening to like this theologically like very sound person and he's telling these stories and then somehow well, I want to say somehow, because here's the thing, the Holy Spirit works in everybody, right? Uh-huh. They have, like, this this thing stirring up in them, and they might not even fully understand why they went up, but they were just like, listen, something is telling me to go up. And the thing is, these little kids were going after, like, finding a reason, finding a solution, like, going after God uh-huh. more than even some of the youth were. And the youth were usually yes. doing it more than what the adults were doing it. So I just like, yes. it's so crazy that these people. I went up to one of them afterwards. Um, I just see younger people not being this. Uh, this like I would call stereotype is like you go to school. Everybody knows that Christian guy who says they're a Christian, but we all know you're not, uh-huh. right? And that's how it is. Like from my experience, from most young youth or young adult christians that i know outside of the church they identify as christian or they say something like yeah i believe in god or whatever but their actions Mm -hmm. show nothing of it so it's so refreshing to then see another fellow young person i say fellow young person it's (laughs) it's so refreshing to see like another young person who Uh is also as hungry after God as like an adult would be or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm so excited for what God has planned. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to say it. I'm just right. <laughs> I'm if you haven't met me at this point, you can tell by now. I'm a very go get 'em person. I am all about, like, they're laughing, see? I am all about raising up young people and building leaders. Because one day, the quote-unquote adults of this world aren't going to be here anymore. And we're going to be. Yeah. And then the thing is, who comes after us? And who comes after them? You have all these questions. And where are we building them up? We should be building them up in the church. Because... I don't know about y'all, but I will die one day. I'm not going to be here forever. I mean, granted, I'm 19, 
Like, I've got some time, but I'm not going to be here forever. Why am I going to wait until the last minute to build up the leaders after me and cultivate and help them to grow and help them to see, like, what values they want in life, what ethics, what morals, you know? Yeah. Like, why am I just going to let them – this is going to sound bad because everyone has to – everyone's got to figure out at some point whether they have to learn on their own or whether they learn the easy way whether you learn the easy way or the hard way you always hear that i've always heard it because i am always tends to learn the hard way um and why are we gonna wait until the younger kids learn the hard way why are we gonna let them go through the things that we went through when we can help them to try and avoid that yeah if that makes any sense. It's like a, um, I think Pastor had said it, and also, uh, I'm going to call her mom, but our youth pastor. <laughs> um, it's like she said, um, why not save them the heartache that some of us went through while we can? Like, if we can exactly. save them from getting some of the scars that some of us carry, then why wouldn't we do that? Why wouldn't we try and eliminate that risk? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Right, because sometimes all the person needs is you to just be there and be like, hey, what do you not understand? Let me help you understand. Yeah, sometimes all all people need is, like, someone else to be like, hey, I don't understand this either. Let's understand it together. Let's figure it out together. Yeah, let's learn it together. Realistically, if because I know how it was, where it's like, well, kind of, because with me, uh, it's like I know a lot, but like recent, I wouldn't say recently, but like once I really started getting serious with God and whatnot, like I really had to start figuring out how to apply the knowledge. Mm -hmm. But for someone else who might be going to church, I have a friend. I won't. I won't say his name, but I have a friend who who says he's a Christian, he goes to church, but it's like, he knows nothing about it, and he's been going for a while. And I'm and this is not me judging him. It's just like, I'm using him as an example. I'm yeah. sure there are things that he's curious about. Like, this dude, he is like, he is pretty smart, I'm not even gonna lie. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm sure there has to be some things that he's curious about, but like, when you're in a church and you don't set the atmosphere, they're just gonna be like, I'm not gonna ask, because I don't know what other people are gonna be thinking. And sometimes mm-hmm. all you need to do is just offer yourself and be like, hey, if you've got any questions, mm-hmm. let me know. Or even, because yeah. I'll, like, with other people who are are coming up and, like, stepping these big, like, things, I'll, like, after a Sunday, hey, what'd you get out of Sunday? And they were like, mm, well, I got this. But, and then I would be like, well, if you could change one thing about it, what would you change? So you could, like, understand more. They're like, maybe yeah. I didn't really understand, like, this or that. And I'll just be like, hey, Here's the reason why this happens. Uh, this blah 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 blah. This is why this person said this. this. Is why that that that. This is why all these things are supposed to be happening. And they're like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. But if they don't, that person would then be going out of their way to be like, oh, let me go ask like the pastor or someone to explain yeah. this part of his sermon. Like a lot of times, you're just gonna be like, I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. Oh well, I'm gonna be going home now, right? Yeah. yeah. So when you set this atmosphere. Not only with like making sure that everybody's like so close with each other, 
like how we are now where it's like it, we don't really care who's judging and then mm-hmm. also this openness of like hey if you don't understand hey if you've got this wrong like if you're if you're feeling weary and you don't you don't understand any of this just let any of us know where i'll have people that i wasn't expecting to be coming up to me and they'll be coming up to me and they're just like hey can you answer this question but that only comes from unity yeah Dude, I'd be going to Gabe with some questions. I'd be like, man, I did not understand this Bible Bible verse. I am so lost. And Gabe will be like, let me show you. I'd be like, all right, all right. And Gabe's like, how old are you now? 15? Yeah. Four years younger than me, y'all. No shame. No shame. (laughs) And I think... think... What's that? The thing that you don't understand is... I'm not going to lie, like, since my parents, they went to, like, Bible school and all that, like, when I have something that I don't understand, I'll just be like, I, I'll just ask them, but I won't really say who's asking, I'll just be like, mm-hmm. so, if I had to explain this to someone, hypothetically, <laughs> how would I explain this? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, well, this, this, and this, and then I'd, like, look into it a little bit, and I'd go back and be like, okay, so the reason why this, this, and that. <laughs> yes. That's how I am, though. That's how I am. But, and I'm bringing it back to camp because we're not going off on a tangent. This isn't just a tangent. We go on all of this because if it wasn't for camp, if it wasn't for that week-long hard push of the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be happy. The three of us would not be friends like the way we are. Yeah, that's true. Like, let's bring it back. Gabe did not even like me when he first met me. Yo, hold on, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta expose me like that? What'd I do to you? <laughs> Bro, we already exposed it in the first episode. Yeah, but... Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, like... When uh, I right. Well, the truth <laughs> is out there, guys. <laughs> but it's cool now, because Gabe is like my bestie for the resty. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, you were saying something? Oh, I was just saying how, like, when I, like, my first Wednesday back, and, like, it was everyone, and then it was, like, cat came up. You watched like, what you say right now. <laughs> no, no, it, it, no, it's, it's not bad. Uh-oh. Like, okay. <laughs> Gabe, I've, I've known you and your brother since, like, y'all was tiny. Like, I remember yeah, getting. Bro. Remember that one time you kicked me in the stomach? But Bruh. listen, okay, you <laughs> Ray Mysterio style six one nine. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex. I had the whole psycho. But like, but like, I... but yeah, like it was weird because like I kind of disappeared for like a few years, and then I came back, and like all of a sudden, like. Gideon's taller than I am now, and like Elijah's freaking seventeen and has a mustache bigger than mine. <laughs> like whoa, I've been gone for a hot minute. And then there's Abby in the back corner, and like I've kind of had friends like her like my whole life. So friends like her. <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> It's oh, not bro. bad, I promise, but, like... Tread lightly. Tread lightly, please. That's what I'm <laughs> saying, dog. That's what I was saying. 
I mean, it's different for Gabe because, like, you know, he's very outgoing, and then, like, he sees someone like hey, you. Like, I don't know how to, like, go up and strike a conversation. I and didn't like, know either. I, I just I, walk up. I'm like, hey, <laughs> how are you? Okay. The first time me and Alex actually had a conversation, his exact words were, now, I must, I'm going to remind y'all, this was when I wasn't really taking church seriously. I, I was still figuring it all out, okay? I was still new. So, she was feeling it out. I was feeling it out. I, I say this. The person I am talking about is not the person uh, I am today. Okay. Do we have to do a, a explicit warning? What's going no. on here? The first <laughs> thing that Alex looked at me and said, two things. He said, first off, you need a psychiatrist. Oh Second my. off, you have anger issues. <laughs> Oh my! And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you were like, hold up. Yeah. Now, mind you, this is when I was still figuring out. I still had a lot of issues going on. So, was he right? Yes. However, yeah, Loki. Eh? That's what I'm saying. But now I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm living my life. Okay. Bros are delivered. Period. Heck yeah. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was like, it, I don't know, I just felt comfortable with you because, like, I've had friends, female friends who are, are like, very, um, closed off and, like, private, so I just yeah, kind I am of, very private. Yes, you are, and that's okay. We still love you. Anyway... <laughs> But yeah, I'm working on it though. I'm working on it. I mean, hey, these things take time, bro. Okay, anyways, continue. I'm sorry I keep interrupting you. (laughs) But it's just, I've always, like, I've always had more, like, female friends than male. It's just, I I don't know why. It's just, it's how it's been. But, like, yeah, I've just, I've always been comfortable with like, very closed-off people, because I know sometimes you can just be in the same room, and you don't even have to talk, and y'all can, like, have a good time. Yeah. Like, you don't have to strike up a conversation to enjoy each other's company, and that's how it was with you, because, like, me, I crack jokes not always at, like, the most appropriate time, but that's just who I am. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. If I'm not cracking jokes, then I'm the the quiet dude in the corner, like keeping to myself. Like cracking mm-hmm. jokes and like being, what? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Who who called me? It was like overwhelming. Yeah, that's me. I'm. Th- yeah, that was me. <laughs> but yeah. And that was right before unplugged. Like. I yeah. think it's so crazy how everything fell into place the way that it did. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking back. And you guys have probably done the same thing. The way that it all fit together so seamlessly, so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Gabe, do you all have right. any thoughts? Uh. Wait, hold on. Let me think. <laughs> hold on. You got to think. Let's see. I think, yeah, just like with the first time, because I remember before camp, 
I knew Tong because like I I just kind of known Tong like since oh, third grade. Oh Tong, I miss Tong. Tong, if you're watching this, we love you. We miss said, you. Well, Tong, I know, bro. You know, we haven't come visit, dude. Like we already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those of you confused, I known this this dude, my my little Asian friend. You know. Bro. Since like second or third grade, like I met him at church. We were just like cool for a couple years, and then like I think COVID happened. Yeah, and like I I knew it was since like 2015 or whatever. It was been like a crazy long time, and then like COVID happened. We didn't see each other for a while. 2021. No wait. Yeah, it was like late 2021. Like our old youth pastor, Miss Cat, pulls me aside. It's like hey, I want you to meet this new person, and he's like wearing a hoodie and he's like lost some weight. With I feel bad saying that, but like, this is what happened. <laughs> I can say that we cool. Uh, <laughs> but he like, he's in a hoodie, like his hair is completely different. He dabs me up and I'm confused. I'm like, bro, who is this guy? <laughs> and then he starts speaking and I'm like, yo, it's Tom. So like, it was like, I didn't really talk to anybody other than the people that I was on the praise team with, which was like Rachel and Hallie. Like, but even mm-hmm. then, I would barely ever talk to anybody. I would just kind of, like, sit down in my seat and, like, stare at the wall. Was think, I on it at that point? Had I started yet? You weren't there. Hmm. Tom got there after me. Yeah, okay, so you were there, but I, do, I wasn't really, like, talking to you that much. Because, yeah. like, at that time, I thought you were a little weird, and I was like, bro, well, <laughs> all right. It's okay. You're not wrong. It's okay. But I was here for you wonderfully, babe. Right. It's okay. <laughs> so, like, after I met him, it was, like, me and him would talk, like, all the time. But that was it. Like, I wouldn't talk to anybody else. Like, that was the time where I was just, like, bro, I don't know how to talk to people. And, like, to be completely honest with you, I don't know how to do it still. I just, like, start speaking and then boom. Like, we, we just good like that. Like, I can't explain it. <laughs> it just Podcast. Happens. Right, <laughs> but like after camp, it was there were all these collective things because we knew nobody else. But like I, I remember the first night that you, Alex, your brother, and your sister came, and I remember writing it in my journal too. Like if I, I would have to find it. And I was like, bro, these people. Jackson had a mullet, and I was like, bro, what in the world? Like this was a completely different thing. I saw your mom like, once when we were doing that. a skate night. Yeah. And I saw her once, and I was like, bro, what in the world are you doing here? Like, I haven't seen you in so long. And she was like, go say hi to your parents. And I was like, yeah, cool. You know, like, <laughs> but it was like, when you put everybody in this situation that everybody's, like, kind of learning at the same time, everybody has to depend on each other at the same time, because, like, we didn't know anybody else over there. So I was like, man, I don't really know Alex, but, like, I know him more than a complete stranger. So, like, if he's right here, might as well go talk to this dude. Like, Cyrus mm-hmm. was there as well. Man, I miss Cyrus. Like, that dude was pretty cool. Like, I... Jake was there as well. I miss yes. Jake, too. Oh, my goodness. Dude, like, so yeah. Cyrus and me, we grew up in school together. So Cyrus has seen my entire journey, basically, as a human being. Like, I have known Cyrus since I was in middle school. And I ha- I was in school with him for every year until I left the high school. <laughs> So when I came to church and he was there, it was like that moment. He was like, dude, look at where we're at. And that was such an amazing <laughs> moment for us. I know that's off subject, but right. sorry, watching <laughs> this. Love you, man. You're awesome. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, it's just like 
if you create a space where people have to depend on each other, and that's why, like, some people, they, they might be like, oh, we come to church to learn about Jesus. What are, what are, what is this, like, pizza party and game type thing? And mm-hmm. I had a youth pastor before Miss Cat came, and he was, like, he he was all about Jesus. He was like, bro, if you got practice on, like, Sundays and Wednesdays, you might as well just cancel it because God is more important than practice. And that was, like, some of the first words that he told me. And I was like, bro, I don't know if I like this dude, right? <laughs> um, yeah. We went to the ramp conference, you know. I found God, you know, bing, bang, boom, boom, you know. Uh, <laughs> and it got better, but it was, like, everybody wasn't united. We were just all going after the same thing, but nobody was doing it together. Yeah. And so we were all Christians. We were all like on that journey, you know, getting, getting better or whatnot, but it was like, nobody was united. So like, I, I didn't really have anybody else other than like my parents to turn to, if I was having like mm-hmm. spiritual problems or whatever. And he wasn't, he wasn't there very long life problems happened. So I didn't get like close enough to him for me to be able to reach out to him. So then it really helped like the phases that, it was almost like phases where it's like that guy he was pastor sean he got everybody on fire for god and then you know he got called somewhere else right miss cat mm-hmm. comes miss cat now takes all the people that are on fire for god she puts them together and we all became we all become like this giant cluster like we all become this group and then she and gets she called by god to go group. somewhere else right mm-hmm. she built the group gets called to go somewhere else then alex your mom comes in and she takes all of the that have and this giant group that has been built and now she is refining it down so that mm-hmm. people can then rise up out of the ashes of their old life and then start to walk mm-hmm. in the calling that god has called us to and it's like just watching all this unfold it's like man it's pretty crazy it's amazing mm-hmm. it's amazing to be able to like sit back and like i'm going back to um Gabe, the very first thing you said to me at Unplugged, and you casually look over at me and you're like, so, <laughs> you drop kick me in the stomach, and like, I choke on whatever I'm eating, because like, <laughs> that's, like that's comedy gold. Like that. <laughs> then I instantly feel bad, because like, I don't even know you, and apparently at some point in time, I just like... <laughs> Bro, this was a, this was like when you were fourteen or fifteen, so like, bruh, yeah, that's so, even worse. I know. So then, like, <laughs> oh, okay. Then I'm like, I don't normally go around drop kicking children, so like, <laughs> was I that bad? Like, uh, bro, it was in the children's like, it was in the children's church, and you were sitting like from the stage, you know, like the little wall that they have on top of the stage, like where you can sit down, where that yeah, old okay. rusty piano is. And you were, like, sitting there, and I think I was, like, standing in front of you, and I was trying to talk to you or whatever, and then, like, you were, you were sitting there, and I think you, like, got up and moved your legs in a way, where I can't, I, at the time, and I still don't really know, and I guess I'll never really know since you forgot, it seemed intentional, like, you got up, like, you know how you would kick your feet out to, like, get up off of a chair or whatever, and you're using your hands to, like, thrust you up? Like, your feet went forward straight into my dude, stomach, and, like... <laughs> that, that's too <laughs> no. Every <laughs> including my hand positions and how I moved my hands. <laughs> it shocks me. Like, hey, bro. <laughs> but you're forgiven because, you know, we collate that now. 
Hey. Uh, yeah, to those uh, listening, I do not normally go around drop kicking children. Like, I promise you, that's not me. <laughs> yes, he does. Stolen his place. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Yes, they're gonna actually believe it. I'm sorry, it was. I'm gonna get so many phone calls like, "Oh, you drop kick children now, huh?" Like, who's this new member? Like, um, who are y'all interviewing now? Like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I can't. It's just too good. It's just too good, man. Nah, I don't have any cool stories like that. I was just anxiety-driven and couldn't stop talking <laughs> about myself because that was the one thing I yeah. knew I could talk about. Yeah, we, I, I found that out very quickly. When I get anxious, I talk about myself, if y'all don't know. Yeah, I, yeah um, somebody over here, I'm not saying any names. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a female. Uh, <clears throat> The first day oh. I met her, she went on for like 30 yeah. minutes about how she could play three different saxophones. And I tried to divulge the conversation onto a different thing. He goes, I tried. Every time we would go talk about something else and we're cleaning up, she's like, so yeah, but I can basically play three different saxophones. And internally, sorry, I was man. like, bro. I'm so sorry. Like- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. But I don't talk about it that much anymore. I don't talk about that it. That is true. I remember the one time, like, you were talking about, like, how fast you were, and you would play, like, softball. And I remember, like, this one time we were doing, like, worship outside, and afterwards it was all dark, and we played Sharks and Minnows. And you were, and like, we sitting combined. down talking to Rachel. Yeah, I was, like, it was, you had to get, like, a glow stick to be able to play. So I, like, forcefully put a glow stick in her hand, and I was, like, no, you're going to play. Because, you know, there was a little part of me being, like, bro, I just want to beat this girl in a race. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which you can do which you can do I have no right. so I, I started running and you know since it's dark i was i was focusing on the end point and not the people in front of me and you know we kind of like <laughs> boom <laughs> that's what happened and gabe is like are you okay and i'm like yeah i'm fine and he's like are you for real and i'm like yeah i'm good <laughs> and he then was i was like, like okay sure? Yeah, because I was, like, frantically trying to make sure you were okay without also, like, getting the attention of the person who was coming out. Because, like, it was it was my brother. My brother's yes. the fastest person I know. The dude, he's practically the Flash. So, like, when I know <laughs> that... Dude, like... <laughs> when I know that the Flash is out here patrolling, and you gotta get to the end, and you also gotta make sure that this, this person you accidentally hurt is okay, I was stressing. I was like, are you good? And she was like, yes. And I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yes. And I was like, okay, cool. And I bolted... <laughs> And I got out. I got out because he bolted. That's what happened. <laughs> Am I salty? Yes. <laughs> I am salty. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, are you for real right now? And like, <laughs> I was like, homie just bolted. He knew he was coming and he bolted. And I was like, Listen. you know what? It's okay. <laughs> I was like, it'd be like that sometimes, Abby. Just roll with it. I was like, okay. Yeah, this what happens. However, once once I got comfortable with the group, I came out of my shell very quickly. Mm. And I was like, okay. I can I can be okay here. And then right. Alex came, and I was like, I don't know you, homie. And then you were like, <laughs> who's this? 
I was like, who you? And he was like, oh, me? I've been here before. And I was like, mm-mm. And you're like, mm-mm. no, 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 you haven't. And I'm like, suck, I came before you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I just, I think it's so crazy. Y'all, camp. That's all I got to say. Camp. Right, honestly, camp. Well, yep, camp. <laughs> If you live in Virginia and uh, you can go, I highly recommend it. Um, you need to. There's no if ands or buts about it. Yeah. And if you, you don't not, live in Virginia, just like buy a go flight anyway. Just move down. Yeah. You, like, what are you actually doing? Just go anyway. Yeah, Why not? You have to live in Virginia. I don't know, dude. So was I'm gonna go back way. on the what? Huh? Oh yeah, there, there was, was another girl that came. In. Yeah, she was from West Virginia, which are what? not the same for everybody who's outside of Virginia. West Virginia <laughs> and Virginia are not the same. Please do not confuse us. All right. Hey Gabe. Uh, <laughs> I think they know that. All right, listen. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've had a couple friends. They got they got confused, and I was like, bro, how in the world? Because <laughs> they thought West Virginia was just a place in Virginia, and I was like, no. It's a whole different state, buddy. <laughs> nope, it's a whole different state, there, bro. All right, I'm gonna flip back to our um. Yeah, small bad. Stories <laughs> about demonic deliverance. Okay. Oh, all right, all right. Here are some of my search history. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Burning here, here. Burning eyes, demonic possessions. Why do my eyes burn when I got delivered from demons? Symptoms of eye <laughs> demons. Eye demons. Symptoms of a demon leaving your body. <laughs> the FBI agent watching your search history is probably like calling the Pope and is like, Yeah, I think, uh, eye demons are a type of demon used as surveillance. What? Huh. I, okay, listen, I'd have to read through that. I don't know the legitimacy because, like, we don't need these new age yoga people being like, the evil spirits that are all around the world, when we do our movements, they sometimes come into us when we open our third eye, and they just look through us. But it's just surveillance, guys. Like we don't, we don't need the crystal people, no. right? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's great. All right. So the moral of it is, uh, y'all, the Holy Spirit is. Wonderful. And listen, you don't got to be Pentecostal. You don't got to be evangelical, right? I'm just saying. The Holy Spirit is very real. We had evidence, like like testimonies, basically, of things Mm -hmm. that happened to us. Mm -hmm. And for those people saying that those things, like the miracles and all the signs that followed the disciples, were not for today, then please... Sit me down. I would love to go get some coffee, all right? I'm going to start with this one. Gabe, you Please drink coffee? Oh, no, sorry. I don't drink coffee, but I'll do it for a debate. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain to me. How in the world did a demon come out of me when these acts of supernatural things are not for today? That is my only question. <laughs> Let's be real. A demon came out of me and Alex as well. And this was yeah. all... Like a triple shot. Like, I would want someone to explain that to me as well. It was a whole bing, bang, boom. Like, it happened. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I had a headache for, like, 
three days after. Bro, honestly, I told you, like, literally, as soon as I walked outside of the church, like, as soon as I got outside, like, I was walking down these stairs, as soon as I opened up the door and the door closed, instant headache. I have no idea where it came from. How long did yours hurt? It was still, like, the next day. Are you like, serious? I'm not even no, I'm being, like, completely honest. And I was because like, that's I when mine started, like, was the next day. Uh, bro. And it hurt I, so I, bad, like, it, it was bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That's I was weird. like, man, I don't, I don't know if this is, like, some demonic spirit being like, hey, bro, you did a little too much tonight. Uh, <laughs> like, because I'm not going to lie, that, that is what happens. Like, yeah. Yeah, when you get delivered, uh, other things like this, two things. Uh, when you get delivered from something, try with all of your might not to go back to that. And here's why. The Bible says that when a demon leaves, he goes and gathers seven more demons, okay? Seven more demons mm-hmm. to go into somebody else. So let's say, I don't know. You were struggling with, uh, I'm gonna just pick like generic things like some type of addiction, depression, and anger issues, you know, mm-hmm. like pretty unfortunately common things. Let's say those demons leave, right? And mm-hmm. then you open a door for those demons to come back in. That means you got 21 more demons inside of you than the three that you had. So it's like you gotta stay careful because, like, it, it's real. Mm-hmm. Bruh. That makes me think. That's scary. It, it Loki is, but here's the thing. It's not scary when you start to realize the authority that you have. It's not that, yeah. that any of us possess, because we don't really have any authority by being humans, but we have authority because there is someone greater than any demon within us. So when you really start to think about that, you're just like, you know what? What are they going to do to me? I got someone else buried on my side. <laughs> Listen, bro, my head still hurts sometimes when I think about Wednesday night. I'd be like, man, that just like exhausted my brain. <laughs> like, I will be honest, I was exhausted after Wednesday. And that is the other bro. thing that leads me to my conclusion. I was absolutely exhausted. And what did I say is another thing after you being delivered? You feeling empty, exhausted. Guys, I'm telling you, <laughs> all connecting. We found our answer. We didn't even need a new podcast. Like, I, we got it within the same episode. That's crazy. I still think that's crazy. It's definitely wild. <clears throat> the crazy thing is, like, when you look out. And Alex America, felt like he couldn't breathe. What the heck? But I know, like, because <laughs> I first didn't even know I was like... crying until I moved my hands away. I realized they were like soaking wet, and like, <laughs> like I'm rocking back and forth because like I'm trying to catch my breath. When was this? At what time? I <laughs> the time, like location, bro. We need it all. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Um, <laughs> was it when everyone had left? Um, I mean, not everyone, but like it was definitely only a few people left. Uh, so near the end. Uh, yeah. yeah, relatively near the end. Yeah, dude, that's when my headache started. Bro, that's when I started. That's when I went up 
like to you, Alex, because I saw you over there. And I was like, ah, snap, nobody's really there praying for him. <laughs> uh, let me go up there. And I just like went up and started speaking in tongues, like, and, which is so interesting because um, when I did that, like literally as soon as I did it, like nobody could hear me speaking in tongues. I literally just got up, right? And then like I hear closer to the other side of the room, I hear Reagan being like, oh my goodness, I can really feel the spirit. Like, literally, as soon as I'm starting to pray in tongues. Now, if you know, like, if you've been around me, like, usually when I pray, if I'm, I don't like saying it in my brain, like, I don't know. I just, like, I want to use a little bit more power than just using my brain. Am I saying that you praying in your brain is wrong? No. But it's like, I'll do, like, these little whispers. So, like, yeah. but nobody could hear me. And it, it was weird, but not weird, but it was, like, it was really cool that, you know, speaking in tongues is the Holy Spirit speaking through you. Literally, mm-hmm. as soon as that then she makes a remark being like, oh my goodness, I can like really feel the Holy Spirit right now. So like definitely something happened that night. Yeah. There's some crazy things going on. Definitely, yeah. I need to talk to Erica. Be like, so what really happened on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Reagan would tell me. I feel like it too. I don't know if she was right there though. She was there at one point. I do remember hearing her. She was right beside Abby at one point, and then, like, right when, like, I really started to, like, have, like, quote-unquote, my moment, um, I don't know, like, a bunch of people gathered around me, like... Theory. I have a theory. Oh. Big brain. <laughs> so, okay. Reagan, if you're watching this, you need to text us and let us know. And be like, that's Honestly, valid, okay? Yeah. So, listen. If y'all don't know Reagan, Reagan just had a massive encounter with the Holy Spirit. I'm talking like radical life changes over 24 hours. Like, boom, life change, done. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. What if right now, I don't know how to explain this. She is still like overflowing, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. What if she moved? Because there was so much going on between the two of us. I don't know. Yo, you're right, because... That's interesting. Because if that was happening, there would have been so much negative. Like, negativity. Like, and here's the thing. I'm pretty sure to, like, I don't know. I can tell the the vibe of a room. When I walk into a room, I can tell you whether or not I should be in that space or not. It's really weird. Um, and lately, I haven't been able to do that. Like, it's been wishy-washy, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's literally like me my whole life. Like, it's, it's muddled. So like, I can't, I can't tell. Like, it's muddled. Until Wednesday night, all that happened, and I'm able to, like, I can, like, it's all clear again. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you definitely got delivered. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, <laughs> even I, I could feel like I just felt this negative, like this negative vibe, just like hovering. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that? Siri is like, I don't understand. Girl, Seriously, oh, what y'all talking about? Uh... Um. What if that's when Reagan moved? Because it was a very specific point. That I was like, there is some negative energy going on. And it was right before that uh, my eyes started burning and I started crying and I went down. I was like, man, there is some negative 
some negative vibes going on right now. And then Reagan moved. Maybe. Do we have any thoughts on this? I can't really comment on it because I like, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, I've only really felt like this. I don't know how to explain it. Like, there, there's, it was once. And this was before I even gave my testimony at church. It was like, I was praying. I think I was like overjoyed about it. This is like when I first found out that you could be like delivered from a demon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, finally, like, whatever is in me, it can be gone. I was, like, so happy. And I was, like, praying to God, being like, bro, thank you. Oh, my goodness. And then, like, I don't know. I just had, like, a little moment, like, in my room. I, like, I, I just started crying, like, randomly. I don't even know why. And then, like, it was this thick. And in my mind, it felt pink. Like, I don't know. Maybe if it's just, like, me associating the word love with the color pink. But it felt pink. Right? <laughs> It was like this. I, I don't know how to explain it. It was like this pink mist. It like filled my mind, but it felt like it was my body, and it was like I I just felt like this peace and and love, and it, it was really good, dude. But I've only in felt that, that moment, once. In that moment, when I felt like that negative energy, it was like a grayish fog. Like it was thick, like smoke. That's so weird. But I've I've only had like that experience once. And so then I'm, like, talking to my other friends and, like, bro, every time I go to church, I can just, like, I can really feel them. And I'm, like, bro, what, what, like, how? Like, I don't understand it. Like, literally, every camp that I've gone to, it's, like, you'll have the, for me, it's, like, I'll have the evidence of things going on where it's, like, I'll start crying or, Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, I feel, like, usually it's just crying uh, or, like, I feel led to do something like Cause like when we were at summer camp, you already know. I, I I don't know why. It was just I got prayed for, and then I just started going up to like random people. I just started praying for them. Like I don't know. It's just like I felt called to do that. But uh-huh. it's like I've never. And I, I'm trying to figure out. And I keep on saying this to everybody that I've said this to, where it's like every time that I pray, or when I worship, it's weird, because it's like I'm doing it to a blank wall but I have trust that it goes to God. And so, like, you'll have these people, like, when I said this to someone, and she was, like, so confused. I was like, what, really? Like, you're, like, the... uh, And this is her words. Like, I'm not using this to, like, to brag or whatever. She was like, you're, like, the most spiritual person I know. I would have felt like you would be constantly feeling God. And I was like, no, this only happened once. So it's so weird. Like, when I was there at Wednesday, like, I was sitting there, like, praying, but, like, I didn't really feel anything. Like, it just kind of felt like I was in space. So, that's it's so weird because for me, it's, like, it's, it's this internal conflict of, like, what if this is just how I am? But then I'm also, like, you know what? The whole God of the universe, I know there has to be a little bit more to him than just this. So, it's, like, I'm constantly going, like, either way, let him... It, like a what if like what if i never get to encounter god again who cares he's worthy of like my my worship i'm gonna be serving him till the day i die right uh-huh. but it's like i'm trying to find like this I, I know there's more to god than just praying to feeling like an invisible blank wall and just having trust in my prayers to get there yeah. it's just i'm trying to find like how to get to the point where i can sit and just be in the presence of god you know but uh, all this to say like 
that's just kind of how it is for me. Like when I'm worshiping, when I'm praying, the feelings, they're just kind of off. You'll have evidence of things, like I guess a manifestation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I couldn't really say anything that went on with Wednesday because for me, it just kind of felt like I was floating in this nothingness or whatever while I was praying. So <laughs> I have no idea what went on. Like I had, I don't know, maybe it's just like my discernment with things within the spirit. I just, it, it's just not maybe? there very much or whatever. I don't know. Dude, okay. I might be going really on a stretch and I'm probably going to get texts from people and be like, Abby, you are so wrong. And I'm going to be like, you know what? That's okay. Please educate me. But um, you just had like a major thing with the Holy Spirit at Unplugged. You were delivered. That was a right. big deal. Yeah, what but if- the weird thing is I didn't feel anything when it was happening. It was just happening. Like I said earlier, like you were a passenger in your mind. Right. Two things. One, what if you're dealing with more than just one? Two. I had that feeling. What? I had that feeling. I'm not going to lie. Two. But then I, yeah. Okay, that's I'm the vibes sorry. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> Two. You could not be. What if that's like. You know, in Ephesians, they talk about, like, the armor of God and all that. Yeah. What if that was, like, there was a, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be straight up. There was a lot of negative, like, there were, they're saying that prayer of um, deliverance, apparently. I don't remember it. But, um, that's gonna stir up a lot of negative energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Wait. What if that was the what if that, like, you called it like you were floating in space? What if that was the way the Holy Spirit kind of, like, protected you from that? Yeah. Because when you think about it, me and Alex, it was like a hub. That was where it all happened. Mm-hmm. It was right in the middle. And you were right beside us. Right. You know? Like, you weren't that far away. What if that was the way, like, the Holy Spirit was protecting you from all of that negative icky stuff I'm not sure because if that is the case then that means every single time that I worship him every single time that I pray he's also protecting me from something else you know that that leads me back to it again do you have more going on bro honestly I ain't gonna lie probably like I don't know (laughs) because I I went and like the next day this was Saturday because this all happened that would explain our headaches y'all yeah because i I went up to him and i was like so how do you know like if you're fully delivered and he was just like well uh, like basically in the nicest way possible he like he said this in the nicest way possible like he tiptoed around it he didn't directly say it but he was just like well you know like when a spirit's gone it's gone and you know when the when the holy spirit fills you you know nothing else like uh no other spirit can be within you Basically, he said that uh, if you got spirits in you, you can't be a Christian because a Christian can have spirits in you, which, listen, guys, not only is that really destructive, they like to just say, it's also just not true. Um, there have been times where pe- religious leaders or people inside of the temple, God had delivered one of them, and this dude was like a full-fledged like worshiper of Jesus, and God delivered him from a demon, and this is in the book of Mark, I believe, but also... 
that's like we were talking about it today in Ephesians where you can't deprive the spirit. Like mm-hmm. so that's also implying like when there's a difference between you having the Holy Spirit within you, but then the Holy Spirit stops working through you because you have gone and backslid and you're doing your like your thing versus you're a genuine Christian who's going after God, who just happens to have demons in him because of past experiences or whatever. Yeah. Like you can't, it doesn't make any sense to me because then that would, basically he was saying, because I never got my answer really finished. He would just like, you know, just stay in the, the presence of the Lord and just make sure you're really close to the Holy Spirit. But here's these two things like that I keep on getting confused about. It's like, first off, homie just said I wasn't a Christian basically because I had a demon come out of me. Mm-hmm. I was literally doing like so much to be a Christian. So then, are you saying that if I died, that that all of that work that I that and this is hype, this is like hypothetically, if what he's saying is true, that mm-hmm. all of that work, all of this time, me putting into like the relationship that I have with God, meant absolutely nothing because I had a demon in me. Exactly. And, right, and it's like such a jarbling thing to think about because then it's just like, so what if you have another one in you? Does that mean now because there's nobody else that can deliver you around that you know of right now that uh, that if you died, you're, you're just kind of like floating in limbo until you can get this thing out of you? Like, that doesn't make any sense, but then again, it's like, when he, it was so confusing to me because he was like, you just gotta like stay, you know, within the Holy Spirit or whatnot. How am I supposed to be doing that when already I feel like I'm praying to a blank wall? Yeah. We have these ideas of like, you're just supposed to be, uh, you know, be really close with God and be in his presence. My question is, and I'm still trying to figure this out. Like, and I will like probably say this, like, I I do not know everything and I'm still on my journey, right? I don't know how to get to the point where I can be in his presence because every time that I've tried, it felt like nothing happened. So I don't so know. So the real question like. is that we have to answer is how do we stay in the presence of God? I don't even know, man. <laughs> that sounds like our next podcast episode. It do, it do. And Is I that think a rap for that one, we get uh, we get someone in here who uh might know a little bit more than us. Agreed. Ooh, yo, wait, honestly, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Good idea. Um, I was blessed when I went to the Scottsville Youth Awakening. Like I said earlier, um, I met a lot of people. I met a lot of people who are willing to sit with us and speak on different subjects. A lot of pastors who are willing to speak on subjects. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll ask one of them. Maybe I'll ask our pastor. Maybe I'll ask our youth pastor. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Whoever, however, I do want to solve the mystery of what happened on Wednesday night. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess we kind of solved it, but I want to know more. I just, I want to know. Yeah. yeah, see, this is why this is why I like talking about deliverance so much. It never gets boring. <laughs> it never does. I feel like we should just name our podcast like, like 
The Exorcist. Oh no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> no. Yeah, we would be like, either. um We have we're not certified. We haven't we haven't delivered one person just yet. Because listen, all of us have the authority to. We just have to figure out Amen. how to walk within that. Alright? So I'm I'm not gonna be out here saying you're never gonna be able to do that because guess what? Everybody else, they were just, you know, regular Christians. But then they found the authority, which is within Jesus and the Holy Spirit with us in and what? Every Christian, right? So that means that we all have the authority to be doing these things. You know what else I just thought of? What's up? And you kept saying that, like, symptoms of being delivered are feeling empty. Mm-hmm. And when I think of empty, I'm thinking, like, void of emotions. Like, you don't feel anything. <laughs> yeah. I was crying. And I didn't know why. Like, I didn't feel a thing. Bro, that was literally me too. Like I did not feel a thing. Like I ain't gonna lie, that was me too. I'm not gonna lie. Someone could have, like, broke their... This is gonna sound really bad, but this is the only way I can explain it. Someone could have, like, severely injured themselves right in front of me. And I would not have cared in that moment. It was scary. And I had that, like, passenger seat moment in my mind. Like... Why can I not, why do I not feel the things I usually feel? Oh my gosh, what is happening? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then I looked up and it was like, oh, TV shut off, boom, done, bye. I don't know. I kind of don't want to remember. I kind of don't want to know, but I kind of do want to know. Dig up the memories. We we all want to know. We need to pray about it. We need to pray about it. I need to talk to Michael. I'm gonna be like, so Michael, you remember? Uh, you remember? <laughs> I do. I do remember my little coughing fit, though. I was like, am I just having an asthma attack? Am I just like <laughs> having my moment? Nah, if you if if you were there, like when I started coughing, man, it it got real. Like, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to breathe. Like, I was coughing, coughing. Like, you know that coughing where it's, like, it comes, like, from deep within you where it feels like you're about to throw up? Like, after you do, like, that one big cough, it was, like, that constantly. That's... It was not a... It was not a good feeling. (laughs) I don't know. I remember at one point... It was... It's really weird. It was like I was struggling to, like, wake up. Like, I kept, it was like I was, like, I made this analogy today, and I it made me think about this. It was like when I, like, I'm going to put, quote, unquote, blacked out. It was like I could hear, like, a muffled version of what was going on, mm-hmm. but it's like I was shut in this closet, and I was, like, banging on the door, like, let me out, let me out, you know? Like, like I was struggling, because I was, like, I need to get out. I need to get out. Like, that was the one thing. I don't know if this makes any sense. It was, like, the one thing I was like, I need to get out. I need to get out. I need to get out. I don't know if you felt like that, Alex. Yeah, it was, yeah. Kind of like you said, everything else was muffled. And then, like, you you were just, like, in your own, like. It's like. I guess. Yeah, it was like I was trapped in, 
like I just said, trapped in this closet. Like I was banging on the door. Yeah. Like I was not in control, but I wanted to be, and I couldn't figure out how to get out. And then all of a sudden, like it was like poof, and I was like, ah, I'm back. But I could hear, like, the small things going on. Like, I could hear Michael talking to me because he was right in my ear. Yeah. And I could tell that Kayla was still beside me. And I could tell that someone was behind me. I didn't know you were behind me. I had no idea. Yeah, that was neat. And then I remember Erica coming up at some point and she grabbed my head mm-hmm. yeah. and she was like she's burning up interesting interesting heat is also like another thing that happens with like deliverance it's just like i was like sweating feeling of heat hey bro what about the other guy that can't what was he doing <laughs> i'm just saying like he you know looked what I'm like he about? was in a sauna yeah, I'm just saying. Who knows? You might have been in a sauna too, for all we know. I don't know. I just remember, like, being in the dark and being like, I want to know what's going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It was like, um, y'all, no one else is going to get this except for Alex. Gabe, I don't think you rode the Intimidator with us. It was like when I rode the Intimidator and I blacked out, and Alex is like, oh my gosh! And like, I could hear Alex talking, but I couldn't respond, and it was like muffled. Like, I could tell what he was saying, but I couldn't like understand him enough to like answer. I don't know how to explain it. We need to do research on this. I don't know. Honestly. I'm kind of, like, doubting it. I'm like, that, like, something in my brain is like, no, that that couldn't happen. And then there's, like, the majority of me and was like, nah, bro, that's what happened. That's what yeah. happened. I don't know how to explain it. Now I'm getting that headache again. I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> like... Whenever I think about it, my head's been hurting off and on. All right. Closing statements. Go to camp. Closing statements. Go to camp. Get refreshed. Uh, Be delivered. Get delivered. See demonic deliverance. See that God still works in amazing and abundant ways. Um, Yeah. Get in the word of God, period. All right. Moving on to the next person. Whoever wants to go first. All right. uh, Let's see. Let's see. uh, Well, well, camp, it's kind of like an opportunity to, like, it was this rough, and I wouldn't say rough, but it was like this raw, in-your-face, get-real-with-God moment. Yeah. And yeah. it, it created an atmosphere to do that, but it's like, if you don't have a camp to go to, you don't need one. I mean, it does make it easier to be able to deal with, like, friends, and then you have all these other people doing it around you. But, like, don't be complacent. Yeah. So don't, 
be a Christian who goes to church and then she's like, oh, I don't fully understand what just happened, but you know what? That's that's cool, I guess. And then you you pray sometimes, but don't do like these religious things. But think of God like genuinely, genuinely as your best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Supposed to put this person above everybody else. Like, what did you do to be able to like be as close as you are with your best friend? You had to talk to that person like all the time. Or, like, what did you have to do? What pursuit what motives did you have to go across, like, to for the married people? Like, what did you have to do to be able to get your husband and wife, right? But mm-hmm. there's more than all of those other people. So don't just be like, I will give him an hour or two on a Sunday and maybe sometimes read the Bible. It, what it really should be is just, like, you don't even have to start, like, that much. But the more that you do it, the more you're going to want to do it. Pray mm-hmm. for five minutes. Like, pray for five minutes a day. Put on some music. Just sit there. If you don't have anything to say, you know what? Speak with your heart. Which is going to sound weird, but like, Amen. God knows God knows the words that you're going to say before you even say them. So the mm-hmm. words, you know, that might help you like do things, but speak with your emotions. Speak with your heart, but just get real and raw with God. And don't be afraid to let God into the dark corners that you have into your life. Because I guarantee you, once oh. you do that, you're going to be the shame that you have from that is either rightfully so you should be shameful for that thing but also after you've been forgiven there's no reason you should be shameful for it because you've been washed and so these are ways that you can open up again spiritual doors where there is a i would say personality because there are many spirits that you know possesses the spirit of shame spirit of guilt you know like if you haven't forgiven someone that's like one of the biggest things that you need to be doing because that's a a giant way to let demons into your life uh two get delivered because if you sin you've opened up a door right well i wouldn't it's not that simple but almost everybody they have some type of thing that they need to be delivered from and i won't say everybody but i would say most or a lot so you might be Catholic, but if this is really compelling and like uh, if the Holy Spirit is really gripped onto you and you feel like and this is true because it is true, you know what? How about you just go down to the the, the Protestant, you know, uh, evangelical uh, Pentecostal church right down the road? You don't got to agree with everything that they start to talk about. Like, just, listen, just go get delivered, right? And it's going to set you free. You're going to be able to walk like with and within like freely and fully what god has given you but uh three uh uh try to build a community and amen all of these things all of these have kind of been mirrored but it's like life well there's a reason why god didn't only create just adam because he wanted other companions Yep. And so God created us because he wanted people to be with. Like, he created us for basically his pleasure. We are to be in communion with him, which means that we have a community or a relationship with him. And so if we're supposed to have a relationship with Jesus, and Jesus has also made other people, you should also be doing the same with other people. Bring them in unity so then they don't even all need to be Christians, but just 
before you start branching out into going into like these worldly people, if you're still like a baby Christian, I would say you stay away from that as of right now because they will sway you because you don't have like roots to be standing on. But for those people that do have roots, you know, go out to the worldly people, but also find good, real, authentic Christian people to be building a community with because you're going to be growing faster and stronger with other people because iron sharpens iron. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, those are my finishing thoughts. <laughs> Alex? Um, <clears throat> yeah, like, go to camp. Uh, take advantage of all the opportunities. Um, and just don't be afraid to ask questions because it's so many people, like, are afraid to ask questions that they just don't. And then, like, they suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. Like, especially us young people, <laughs> we get so much thrown at us, like, constantly, that it is so easy to get just overwhelmed. And then we start to, like, blame God for when things don't go the way we want them to or that we expect mm-hmm. to. And then, yeah, it's just so easy to get caught up in everything that we turn away when in reality it's when times are rough that we need him the most yeah all right yeah was that it do you have more no that's it okay um like i said earlier get in the word go to camp like gabe said find your tribe is what we call it find your community find your people um Be in tune spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been looking into the gift of discernment. I was told by someone that I have come to know in church, and they're like, you need to look into that. And I was like, okay. So I actually have, like, a thing up right now, and I'm like, ah! So after we get off here, I'm probably going to text Gabe and be like, Gabe, look at this. <laughs> um, just letting you know. Um but yeah, get in the word. Go to camp if you can. Get delivered. Um, witness a deliverance if you can. Um, find your tribe. Find your people. Um, that's really all I can say. Once you find your people, there are no words to dis- express what it's like when you when you find your people. Um, It'll be an amazing feeling. It's so yeah, it's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. That's all I can say. Well yeah, and also too, um, I know we've been pushing camp and like unplugged a lot, but please don't think that we're saying that you can't be delivered and whatnot if you don't go, because the truth oh, yeah. is you can be delivered anywhere, even if you just show up to church on a rainy Tuesday and you just need someone to like pray over you. Like you don't need these big, loud, crazy experiences. No. We just so happened. We bring up camp when we say that. And I'm going to go off this. I know we said closing statements. However, I feel like that does need to be explained. We bring up camp when we go into that stuff. 
because camp is what showed us our spiritual gifts yeah. as people. Mm-hmm. So, camp is like what magnified our walk in our faith. Yeah. Does that explain it? Yeah, unplugged yeah. kind of like laid the foundation, but camp really like cemented it all together. Yeah. All right. And with that being said, thank you, Alex, for joining us on the gathering table. We appreciate it. Um, Pleasure. We appreciate you having this almost 200-minute long conversation with us. It is 148 (laughs) minutes. However, I've actually been told by a lot of people they like the longer episodes, so that's cool. Um, Gabe, as always, thank you for being an amazing co-host, an amazing friend. Thank you both for being amazing friends. Um, don't know what I'd do without you guys. You guys are like brothers to me. It's great. I love it. Um, and with that being said, thank you for joining us on this episode of The Gathering Table. We will see you next episode when we explain how do we stay in the presence of God. And with that being said, bye, guys. See y'all. That's a wrap.